fuckface. First, take a big step back and literally fuck your own face! Otherwise, I'm gonna have to head down there and I will rain down on a godly fucking firestorm upon you. You're gonna have to call the fucking United Nations and get a fucking binding resolution to keep me from fucking destroying you. I am talking scorched earth, motherfucker! I will massacre you! I will fuck you up! What is going on, you beautiful people, you fucking degenerates? I fucking love you all. Welcome back to another episode of Real Ass People's Entertainment. Uh, this one's a little different. Uh, I have no idea where my co-host was on this one. Uh, yeah, go message him. I have no fucking idea. Anyways, we are back. We had my buddy Jay on. Now, you're not going to be able to follow Jay anywhere. He's not on social media. He stays pretty fucking under the radar. Um, I will say that he's done a lot of things. He's been a lot of places. Um, he knows a lot. So please don't think he's another fucking blue collar dumbass just talking out his ass. Uh, I respect his opinion a lot. We've had a lot of deep conversations and I hope one of these days we can have him on for a real, real in-depth one. Um, but it took months to get him on here and he was able to give us about 45 minutes, hour of his time. So I hope you guys enjoy it. Uh, it's a little crazy, so I'll give uh, give our shout-outs real quick. Please go follow us on Instagram at Real Ass People. You can go follow me at Big Danny G on Instagram. You can also follow my photography page at Dblog Shots. A lot of new shit on that one. Just did a photo shoot this week, even during the quarantine. Took some heat for that, but we did it. Came out with some dope fucking content. Uh, what else? Oh yeah, you can check us out on YouTube. So don't forget to uh, to do that. Please like, subscribe, leave a comment. Please share the shit out of this podcast. We, I mean, it means so much to us. Don't forget to follow us on Spotify, Apple iTunes, Anchor. You can leave us a voice message on Anchor. We will play it on the show. We would love to do that. Anyways, I hope y'all are uh, hope y'all are keeping it real during quarantine, staying safe. I know some people are going back to work. Hopefully, uh. Hopefully we'll all be back to our normal, normal fucking lives here in a bit. So anyways, I think that's about it. I hope you guys enjoy it. It's not a very long one today, but yeah, I'm going to go, uh, I'm going to go drink a Corona while I listen to this. Anyways. Woo! Okay, well, we, we are here with my buddy Jay, who uh, probably is the only guy I know that has zero social media presence, so we're not going to give him a shout-out and say go follow him because you uh, you can't. Um, yeah, don't. Uh, but anyways, so since people don't know who you are, why don't you give a little introduction on who you are, bud? Can you hear me still? Yeah, I can hear you. you gonna okay, give, right off. Are you going to give a little introduction on who you are? No, no, I'm just going to start. <laughs> You're going to start? Uh, I met uh, Dan probably, what, two, three years ago? About two years ago. About two years ago, yeah, we were working together. I won't say what we were doing in case he hasn't put that out there, but we are working together, nothing gay. Very important distinction, nothing gay happened. I thought we met on, on a gay porn set. 
<laughs> Wait, did I did I do the black cock bomb on you or no? I don't know. I just remember the day we met. My ass really hurt. <laughs> you don't remember anything else though, right? I don't remember anything else. I just blacked out and I woke up in a ditch. Awesome. That's exactly what the, what the plan was. Uh, okay. I a couple years ago. Um, and we just kind of, I figured out that he was a kind of a conservative gun guy pretty quickly. So I'm like, all right, I can talk to this person. He's not retarded. So yeah, that's how, that's how we met. And then we just kind of agreed on a lot of things and they just kind of became buddies. And then now I'm seeing that you're doing your podcast. It's insane. I can't believe you're actually doing it. I've been talking to you doing one for years. Okay. So since we finally have you on the podcast and my co-host is not here, he's off doing, I don't fucking know what. Um, so me and you remember society, (laughs) he's not doing shit. Uh, but so when me and you met and we worked together, uh, we always talked about doing this podcast. I wanted to do one. You said you always want to do one. And, uh, and we thought we'd end up doing one together, but due to, uh, stuff you have going on in your life, you just can't devote the time to it, which is hard. I got little ones, you know, which is understandable. But when we talked about it, it was, uh, well, what do we wanted a super offensive podcast? Essentially, Absolutely. you. I remember that the, well, our, our at group the time, at the time society was losing its fucking mind. Society still be offended doing that. about everything they possibly could, and it was just this big cultural shock that was kind of happening around everywhere. So I was just like, you know what? Having a really offensive podcast that just purposely takes shots at people who were supposed to be protected is kind of the move it really is because that's I, how people really are i remember you saying that you wanted to be so offensive you wanted to make a grown man cry with your words i believe we decided to uh, that we, if we were going to do it we were going to call the podcast rape okay. what is the name of okay your podcast? okay okay no we're getting there no so i was like what do you want to call the podcast and you're like fuck it let's let's just call it what it is. Let's just make, just make the name of the podcast super offensive and let's call it rape. I remember telling you, I don't think we can call it that. Uh, I don't think I iTunes is going to let us. About the fact that we could. And then I said, why don't you come up with an acronym? And I was pulling into my parking spot at the end of that day. And you texted me and you said, real ass people's entertainment. So, Oh, you're losing you there, bud. Uh, so I gotcha. I gotcha. So for, I've never let this out on the podcast publicly because I was waiting for the episode that you came on to let this out. The acronym for the podcast is rape in honor of you. I'm touched literally like people have been, people have been trying to get me to change the name and I'm just like, I gotta, I gotta keep it this at least for a while. If it doesn't, if it doesn't build because of the name, we might change it. But right now we're going to try and go as hard as we can with the name. Fucking run with it, dude. It's a beautiful name. Okay. So we have, so we're going to kind of, uh, we're not going to kind of ease into it just because for, for lack of time, because you do have a busy family life. Uh, You wanted to talk about the second amendment and how it, I guess, how it connects in with, uh, with what's going on with the coronavirus, right? Ah, uh, absolutely. Okay, so with that being said, I'm just going to kind of let you take over because I, I, we haven't talked in a while, so I'm really interested to hear your thoughts on this stuff. So I'm just going to kind of sit back, listen a little bit, and just ask right, you questions. Okay, so first and foremost, a health emergency does not justify losing your civil liberties. Your First Amendment, your right to protest and assemble, 
you don't lose that because somebody fucking sneezes on you at the airport or because Chinese people are shitting themselves to death or whatever the fuck it is. It's a bunch of bullshit. All this is is a giant power grab for the government. Anytime there's ever been a national emergency, you can look at 9-11, you can look at any of the phony bullshit the government has done to make emergencies happen. They immediately grab power and never give it back. Patriot Act at 9-11. I mean, it just keeps happening and they run out of the same playbook over and over. It's the same thing with taxes too. Yeah, it's the same thing. They're only doing it because they're getting away with it. If we stopped and said, hey, fuck you, we're not doing this, it ain't going to happen. But everyone has a phone, everyone has a Facebook, everyone's got Twitter and all the other bullshit that keeps you nice and distracted and not focusing on the fact that all of your freedom is slipping through your fingers like sand. Because you're busy looking at the screen and thinking you're doing activism by posting shit and retweeting shit and putting thumbs ups on stuff, it doesn't do shit. It's, at some point, things are going to come to a head. Shit's going to start having to get hot because these people are only going to get more brazen. They're only going to get more offensive with the way that they just take your rights and wave it right in your face. Essentially what you're saying is, so essentially what you're saying is, is we need to do the nowadays version of throwing tea into the Harbor. Yeah. I think we're long overdue for that. And I'm not calling for violence and I'm not calling for people to hurt each other or just run out in the street and start trying to rob your neighbor. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying you should go for the political process as best you can for as long as you can. But inherently, the political establishment that's been established is only in the interest of keeping itself in power. Therefore, you know, trying to get the right guys elected and vote guys out and all that shit, that's all fine and dandy. But I don't know if, you can, if you've done this or not, but you can look up your public records. And it'll tell you what you're registered for voting is, like what you're, what you're registered as. Not once in my entire life have I registered as a Democrat or anything near it. But when I looked up the Washington State Public Records, it has me and my wife registered as Democrats. That's, Why is that? That's super interesting. I, uh, interesting. I might have to look that up. I mailed in my ballot and voted Republican on the line. And all of a sudden, my family votes Democrat. It feels like somebody may have changed some shit around. And then you see all the legislation that gets through the Second Amendment and other civil civil liberties that are just for, just as important. Anything to do with trying to censor the internet is very dangerous. Anything trying to censor or control free speech in any way is very dangerous. And it seems to just be getting voted when no one around you wants it in. You could talk to, remember when I-1639 passed here in Washington? How Um, many people did you come across that actually voted yes on that? I, not one. Well, okay, because of what I do for a living, I've I've probably come across a couple people that were in support of it, but just because of, I mean, but people who are out there, but just because you, you, you know, the kind of industry we're involved in and it, and it lean, it tends to lean one way or, well, in, here in Washington, it actually kind of leans 50-50, but we're around a lot more of those people that don't have the same mindset as us. So I've come across a couple. But no, pretty much everybody I talked to was completely against uh, 1639. Yeah, and not in the county I live in, not in the county any of my friends live in. Not, not one person really said, yeah, I know people who are definitely going to vote yes on that. And magically, it unanimously passed. How does that fucking happen? Well, I'll tell you, they've been rigging elections for fucking ever. Oh, I, it's I, complete 
completely Holy phony. The system is so corrupt that they're not going to risk anybody getting in there and trying to do things. Look at the president now. Remember the entire, like in 2016, when they announced that Trump won, look at the entire face. It, even my own face was like melted off because I couldn't fucking believe Hillary didn't win. I knew they had it rigged for her. We all knew that, right? Didn't we all believe that that was I, the game? It was rigged in her favor, and we knew that's just what we were going to get? Well, I don't, I don't think I was – puckered. I was not as suspicious of the system back then. It's since oh, he, he, he got into office, I've been suspicious of the system, and not, of, not suspicious of Trump, just suspicious of the government in general because once he got elected, I started paying a lot more attention to yeah, things. Yeah, you have to. Just because shit, shit got crazy. Like I went from being almost zero interest in politics to all of a sudden that is almost all I read about. It's almost all I listen to. It's like all I talk about. And, and, that's, and it's been like that for the last two years. So from 2016 to 2018, like I went from no politics to very deep into politics. Right. Well, and just with the way culture has been shifting and going extremely lefty communist shit and, you know, the media, mainstream media is, you know, supporting everything China does every single day. And it's insane to me. Like they're screaming for chains and it just doesn't make any sense. And I'm like, I, the part that confuses me is where is this coming from? Why are we trying to tear down every positive family value every positive thing in life we're trying to turn it on its head and make everything just wicked and i'm not a religious guy or anything like that but it's like it's really creeping me out with how dark everything is trying to get to and it's going in a big damn hurry well i think it's people depend on i think one of the reasons is is because people depend on on the family um the function of the of the family you know you got people you can lean on people help you out but if you don't have that family what's well, well, you going to lean on you're going to lean on the government it, right exactly it, it makes you have to depend on them for everything even your purpose and your sense of community and it's the ultimate brainwashing control over you and it's very effective because i mean all of the uh the, the covid 19 shit that's going on all the lockdown stuff all the crazy commie lines at walmart shit like that like you can't just make people do that shit because the highest land of the law is the Constitution of the United States, and none of that shit's on there. So how are they enforcing it? Because they know people are sheep, and they know they've got you so conditioned and so afraid that you're going to do it all on your own. You're going to imprison yourselves in your homes. We're not going to have to pull one trigger. You know, well, I've you see cities coming together and protesting in mass all over the country now saying no this is bullshit we don't need to lock down for this you know and it's like uh, half of me goes well maybe we should be locking down because of the real health risk if there is one maybe i could be wrong but you know maybe i'm not wrong and maybe most of us are just going to get a gnarly cold and kind of be over it yeah i i I totally understand as far as people locking themselves in their house here in washington the governor said, hey, we're shutting a lot of businesses down. Please stay at home. If you do go out, stay six feet away from right, people. Right, but here's the and, and, There, there and are governors the, who are not asking. There are governors who are forcing you by, by the threat of being thrown in jail while they're simultaneously releasing criminals. There, oh, yeah, there is that. And that's a whole other issue. But like here in Washington, the governor even said you can 
you can go outside, you can go for a walk, you can walk your dog, you can go get some, some exercise or whatever outside. And then right. I tell people that I'm going outside for whatever, like to go get food. Cause you can go pick up food too. And then right. people are berating each other on social I media. Love that. Saying, You're a fucking love- dumbass. Okay. You need to stay the fucking side. Be like, I can't go you out can and get, get a burger from a filthy Uber driver. No problem. That seems to be safe. But right? God, do you stand five feet next to somebody in line at Walmart? I did so saying it's just they're fucking with us at this point. There was a person in my in my building who was complaining that the gardeners outside were still working. They're stuck inside. Oh. They're like there's two there's two little Mexican dudes outside with a leaf blower and a weed eater. Like you're inside. How, why are they affecting you? They're what? 40 feet apart. They're not <laughs> near anybody. It's 10 o'clock in the morning. Everybody's either because it's the lockdown. Everyone's like sleeping or in their house. Like it's. Well, think about it. Why like are this. you bitching? Everybody's home. This is why everybody's bitching. Here's the answer. Everybody's home. Everybody's sleeping in for the first time until 1030 in the morning every morning because they don't have a fucking job to go to. So when the gardeners are going off at 945, it wakes everybody up and pisses you off. That's why they're now complaining about it. Before, when they had jobs, they were gone during that time, so they never heard one fucking lawnmower. Now, everybody's hearing every lawnmower, and everybody's pissed about it. <laughs> Nobody gives a shit about the Mexicans, whether or not they're working or not working or healthy or unhealthy. That's not how it works in this country, pal. Unfortunately, that's just the way it is. But nobody really gives a shit about the guys who were painting the houses or roofing somebody's house or crawling underneath somebody's house and scooping shit out of a pipe. Nobody cares about them. Yeah. Okay, I'll step outside. You hang out here. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> you told me to shut up. <laughs> That's definitely your kid. Yeah, he's, he's, a, he's a little shithead sometimes. But I love him. I love him too. I wanted to bring something up about. Oh, hey, hey, you're still connected to Bluetooth. Am I? I think so. Yeah, let me turn you off. How's that? That sounds better. Okay, now I can hear you better. So, my whole thing with the election, I'm not a Republican. I'm not a Democrat. I don't want to be on anybody's fucking team. I don't want to be part of anybody's evil tribe that votes for mass slaughter over in, in some other part of the world or fucking votes. A, on stealing money from hardworking people. And this gets back to the whole point. You know, if they had taken that $6 trillion and instead of giving $5.5 trillion to the banks and they dispersed that amongst the American taxpayers, we would have all got about $60,000 a piece. Are you, t- you, are, you that, talk- right? are you talking about with the stimulus package? Oh, yeah. We would well, all the, sti- got the, stimulus package was only, the stimulus package was only $2 trillion. But oh no no! The, if you look at the bills that got passed, they earmarked another four trillion in that. Uh, that's interesting, but I do know the Federal Reserve. I was reading an article the other day. The Federal Reserve um, lent or gave loans to the banks for one trillion a day for thirty days. Um, but that that doesn't go towards our national debt. That that's not the government because the Federal Reserve isn't part of the government. Right. So who gets that money? Well, the banks are supposed to get – it was right. a loan who from the Federal Reserve the to the bank? banks. How much of that goes to the uh, accounts of the people the, and how much of that goes to, I don't know, bonuses and other things like that. Uh, it's who, the same who, scam who, they pulled in 2008. 
who fucking knows? But at least the government, the government itself isn't involved in that because, like I said, the Federal Reserve isn't part of the government, which is another thing a lot of people don't understand. The Federal Reserve is its own entity, which is why we have yeah. a national a national debt. The government borrows from the Federal Reserve. Correct. It's not a government agency in any sort. Although a lot of I think a lot of government officials are actually on the board of directors for the Federal Reserve, though. Oh well, they all work very closely together and hang out. Might as well be the same thing. They're all part of the same fraternities and secret societies that eat children or whatever else they do. I mean, they're all part of that same shit. Whether they work at the same building or not, they're all best friends. And they all hang out. And they're all in a club that we're not in. And the fact remains, every bit of the taxes that they collect is fucking theft. It's theft from you and it's theft from every one of us. And the only reason they're able to do it is because we all agree to pay it. I think that's why the, the government gets larger is because we all agree to pay these taxes. The government was functioning just fine back before we had taxes. What was it, before World War II? Here's, World well, here's War the whole thing. They started taxing. It's never functioned. That's the whole point. Government's not supposed to function. The Constitution, Declaration of Independence, the way we structured the power structure of our government was to make it so that it could not do much, which is important because when they can do much and they all agree on the same thing, it's usually something really horrible. Yo, yeah, that's 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 what I'm saying is the government was not very big. It was very small before World War One, And like, oh, hey, we've got a war. We need to tax these people to pay for the war. Wow. And then that, that tax didn't go away. So that money's still coming in. We're not paying for a war. Government gets bigger. And they keep telling people, hey, if we keep taxing you this, we'll do this for you. That's your old then, pal, Woodrow Wilson, who created the Federal Reserve and, and signed then, it into law on Christmas Eve when the House and the Congress was not in session. Illegal. Uh, Oh, Jesus Every bit Christ. of it's been unconstitutional since day one. Not one bit of it has ever been legitimate. That's why I'm done with the voting. And I'm, I'm telling people now, look, the smartest thing you can do is stop giving them your fucking money. Stop paying the fucking bullshit student loans that they've permanently entrapped you in. And if, all, if everybody did that, we would take back the power. Look, the reason why they have to do false flags and all the other bullshit that they do is because they know the power truly lies with the people and our money. That's where the power is. It's in our pockets. Yeah, I you think may not have a lot of money in your pocket, but the little bit you do have and the little bit of skin you have in the game is extremely valuable, man. And when it's everybody's, and that's why they're fighting so hard for power. I... I... I don't see anything really changing without, for lack of a better word, some type of revolution. Yeah, no, but I think it can be, you know, I hold out hope that it could be an intellectual revolution before it turns into a bloody revolution. Let's uh, hope. Dude, with social media, I don't see that happening. People are too fucking lazy to try and educate well, themselves just a little but bit. But people are also too book. lazy to take an AR-15 and walk outside of their house away from their families and organize into a militia and then march on the Capitol. If you think people are too lazy to get online, they're too lazy to get out of their fucking chair to go do that and organize. It's going to have to take extreme violent measures for us to respond. Look, if you see what's happening in Hawaii, they've done full-on martial law, basically. Weekend, shut down, curfew, you're not allowed to be on the street. Any vehicle on wheels will be arrested and stopped, the whole deal. Wait, where is this? Hawaii. Hawaii, I was just just talking to someone who was in Hawaii – uh, a week ago, they weren't even on lockdown yet. Just happened this past week. Interesting. They're, exper- they're, they're pushing it further. They're experimenting doing a full weekend closure to stop the spread and all this other bullshit. All they're doing is clamping down as hard as they can and seeing how long they can get away with it before people have a really violent, 
non-responsive uh, reaction to it. Now, when people start getting pissed and go, fuck you, I'm going outside, you can't arrest the entire neighborhood, and then the whole community just goes back outside, that's what it's going to take, is everyone's just going to have to walk out of their fucking house, because they can't arrest all of you. We outnumber them 10 to 1. That's just the truth. But people are cowards. They're afraid because they hear nothing but what's on the news. They don't question any of it. They just listen and follow orders, because they're sheep. Most of them don't have an inner dialogue, like you and I do. Yeah, I, I just... So for me, when it comes to the news... Um, there's one specific source, I won't name it right now because I know there'll probably be backlash, that I tend to trust more just because... I'll say it. That, Fox th- News. No, I don't say Fox. No, not Fox News. <laughs> just playing. Um, no, no, they're, but they're I, just I, guilty. I, oh, they are. Um, well, I don't know about as guilty. They're guilty of some things. I wouldn't say as guilty. Right. They're, they're guilty of the partisanship. Obviously, they're the right-wing version of CNN. But, but the they, they, remains, weren't, they weren't using, like, footage from Italy. Right. They're the not New manufacturing York. bullshit and manufacturing lies. But, they're just but reporting I'll, for the most I'll part. say if you're, if you're not following, like, a smaller news source um, that, is, that hasn't been, I would say, corrupted yet, Take what you see on like Fox News because it's really the only right wing news station. Take what you hear on the right. Take what you hear on the left. The truth is probably somewhere in the middle, and then still take it with a grain of salt. Right. I think at this point, worrying about what's going on in every corner of the country and every corner of the world is pointless, and all it is is something to keep you afraid. If you focus on what's going on in your neighborhood, what's going on in your community, and I think that's where it should stay. If you keep those things close, keep things close to the chest, man. It just works better that way. Keep so, your neighborhood tight. So I'm, I'm curious. So how do you think the coronavirus is affecting the Second Amendment? Well, now that we're getting into the gravy here, I'll give you the gravy. So if you look at, let's say, Virginia, Florida, Georgia, Hawaii, California, there are federal lawsuits happening in almost all those states because the governors of those states – mostly left-leaning blue states, have suspended gun sales, even though the president and his administration and the Supreme Court has come out and said that they are essential business. So there are a bunch of lawsuits in, like, God, 10, 12 different states right now suing the federal government and suing the state governments for in, in, you know, infringing on that right. Hmm. And though it's already been announced a, a federal, like, essential business from the federal government – the state governments are taking it upon themselves to just kind of swoop in and try and grab that power. And they're, they're trying all kinds of shit. They're also trying to slip in a house bill and a matching Senate bill that was proposed from a Senator from Atlanta. Who's a complete dipshit moron. Can't remember his name. It's not worth remembering, but the bill is very dangerous. It talks about red flag laws, which if you don't know about red flag laws, that's a direct target at veterans. Are you talking about H? Was it HR like one seventeen? Yeah, it's like HR seven seventeen or some horseshit like that. And there's a matching Senate bill under a different number number sequence. But I think I have that saved. Let me take a look really quick. I might be able to reference. You know the one I'm talking about. The guys from I, uh, a district in Atlanta who proposed the okay. House it's bill. okay. It's House Bill HR fifty seven seventeen. Right. Uh, so we'll have 30% tax on all guns, 50% tax on all ammo, and will require a federal license to purchase both. Um, this is trying to get pushed through immediately. Uh, it also says you would need a federal license to own, handle, or shoot any guns you already own. Uh-huh. And also, Nancy Pelosi in the, the fourth 
part of this stimulus package that they're supposed to be voting on. Nancy Pelosi has been trying to cram in and wedge in uh, red flag laws into that. That way they can come start confiscating guns from veterans who are outspoken or anybody who's outspoken about their rights of the Second Amendment or, you know, has any sort of protest against upcoming martial law, which they're, again, softly introducing in most of the liberal states. Well, we don't Illinois, have, Ohio, there have been lawsuits. I've heard there's some states where military is helping out in some capacity. I haven't heard a whole lot about it. Now, here's where we get to the whole fake COVID thing. You remember here in Seattle, they built a, a whole army hospital right in CenturyLink's parking lot, right? Did they? Yeah, they did for about two weeks. And then it closed because they had zero patients. Huh. Interesting, huh? That is interesting. Remember the... Remember the hospitals where it had fucking people hanging out the windows trying to get treatment, but all of the hospitals are empty because no one's going, no one's leaving their house. And they had set up millions of dollars worth of equipment and, and military personnel and taxpayer money just got put out there for 10 days and then rolled right up. How much of that money could have just went directly into our bank accounts to well, help, I don't know, pay the fucking bills while nobody can work or nobody can fucking buy food. Well, See what I'm saying? Honestly, Honestly okay, so I, I, don't, I don't agree people shouldn't have been able to work. I also am 100% against the stimulus package. I don't think it should have ever been approved. I don't think it should have ever been a thought because it is, it is a socialist thing. Like, it's the largest transfer of wealth in human history from the working class population to the top 1% of society. So uh, there you go. So, so yeah. So I, no like, wonder they all agreed on it. That's the right. whole thing. If they all agree on it, it's probably bad. Yeah, well, f bad for us. Um, right. Yeah, I, I'm totally against it. Like, And I've told people that, and they're like, well, if you're against it, then you're not going to take it. And I mean, honestly. No, like, of course I, you're going to take it. Could, you don't have $10 million in the bank. You're a working class guy like Well, that's else. it. But even even if I wanted to on, on morals or, or beliefs or whatever, like – it's not going to really make a difference. Like it our, our economy is already fucked. Our national debt's already fucked. It's not going to matter if I send $1,200 back. But also right. the, IR, the IRS took mine anyways just because, long story short, I was behind on child support. Not my fault. But uh, so I don't even get again, my stimulus that, check this anyways. This is exactly the ploy. It's, they're not trying to embolden the middle class with this. They're trying to make everyone more and more dependent on the government so they have more and more control over your daily life. And if people can't fucking see that, then they deserve to be in the chains they're about to get. I oh. just don't – I don't know what, to, what else to say anymore. If you can't realize what's happening and realize that your government is fucking – doesn't have your best interests at heart, then I don't know what to tell you, man. So, Enjoy the fuck – get fitted up for your handcuffs, man. So get this. So Trump had a uh, a two trillion dollar stimulus package. Here it comes, man. Right. They Trump had a two. Did you say a train's coming? Yeah, I took him to the train. He loves seeing trains, so I took him to the train tracks. You might want to back away from that, otherwise I'm not gonna be able to hear you. <laughs> well, we'll find out. Um, so Trump had a two trillion dollar stimulus package, and. Uh, and the Democrats didn't approve it because it gave money to businesses or so much money to businesses and they wanted to give more money to the people. So this is the way the Democrats want people to depend on them is by giving more to the people and less to businesses. Now you even have the small business owners not able to pay their shit and now they're relying on the government too.
and again, all of the things, the more money that they wanted for the people that the left was fighting for so vocally and publicly ended up being a bunch of earmarked money for abortion funding and shit like that, that, you know, murdering babies probably isn't the best idea right now. Don't you think we could probably put that on hold for a few minutes? Oh, you know, they like, they like doing that. It brings them money. Right, exactly. Well, and here's the other thing. If you notice all the states that are, that are saying that they have the worst cases and all that, and then you see like the governor of New York turned down Remington Arms willingly offered up their factory to produce at, at super cheap cost uh, ventilators. And the governor of New York turned him down because he wants nothing to do with the gun business. These that's, people don't give a Cuomo, shit. That's Cuomo, right? Yeah, they don't give a shit about a virus. They don't care about how many people die. They hope you all die. They look at us like we're fucking rats running oh, across the street. Dude. So guess what Cuomo got busted doing? So Being a fucking meatball? <laughs> no, he, he's an idiot for sure. No, so, Fucking garlic knot, dude. So Cuomo got sent 30,000 respirators or whatever uh, because the, the, you know, the federal government had so many and they got distributed to like the worst spots. New York being one, he got sent 30,000. Then he goes and publicly says, Oh, we need, we need help. We need ventilators. We don't have any blah, blah, blah. Trump isn't sending us any blah, blah, blah. No, it's all publicity stuff. No, no. Get this. They found the respirators that Trump had sent him. He had stashed, had people stash them in a warehouse. And when he got, when he got confronted by it, they're like, Oh no, those are our backup emergency. (laughs) supply ones we need ones to use now and yeah and then you and then you see stories coming out oh they're digging mass graves in new york and burying all the unclaimed bodies it's like okay well yeah it tells me the more they can hype this up and the more they can say their state is in danger the more federal money that will come into the state for the government of that state to steal yeah also they were trying to say that the the hospitals in new york were like war zones one of the people I follow on Instagram, he's, he's very uh, outspoken politically. He goes down to one of the biggest hospitals in New York and he's showing you around the sidewalks and stuff. And he's like, Empty. there's same nobody here. Angeles, same thing in Portland, same thing in every major city in the United States. The hospitals are fucking empty, dude. They're empty. Yeah, there's, there's nothing. The, the busiest I've seen is there's one... Uh, I can hear the horns. There's one, uh, there's one testing site I saw in Everett, here in Everett, Washington, that had a line of cars getting tested, not people with it, just getting tested for it. Oh, did you hear about that bullshit too? Trip out on this. The first batch of tests that they came out with, they were saying it was giving people COVID-19. Are you serious? Yeah, because uh, well, obviously, if you can line up the dummies and give them the fucking disease, it justifies you getting all that federal money. Oh my you can report God. the numbers and you can get more federal funding, bro. This is also Inslee and his oh dirtbags fucking rob the people blind. It, it's so fucking easy. I wish oh. I was in a position to commit these kind of crimes because I'd be a much richer man. You would be. Yeah, you know, fuck, thank God I don't have that kind of power. The good Lord knew what he was doing by not giving me any power. You're just a... But it's obviously a fucking scam. I mean, all it is is to get more money from the federal government, which means, and and again, no money comes from the federal government. It comes from the taxpayer. So that means they're stealing taxpayer dollars from around the country for this state, for California, for New York, and all the liberal shitholes that they've ran into the ground. 
Okay, so I got a question for you. What do you think is – I don't know how to quite word this. I think everything was going – that this wasn't a big deal and that one of the reasons they're doing this is because – I don't know how it was coordinated, but somehow the between the Democrats and the liberal media, they have essentially tanked the economy right before the election to make Donald Trump look bad. Yeah, it's and a then great that, idea if you're trying then, to make the guy you're running against look bad. And then that way – and then that way, when it, the, you know, the economy gets better, it's underneath a Democratic president. Right. So that's well, what I think is what's really going on. So I'll tell you why this virus originated in China. And if you remember a few years ago, they reported that, I don't know, it wasn't Nancy Pelosi. It was another Barbara Boxer from California, a Democrat. Okay senator had a chinese spy as her limo driver for 20 fucking years and then all of a sudden that guy got deported interesting huh i'm pretty sure the democratic party has been working with the fucking chinese for a really long time that's probably why all this is going on hillary probably made a lot of promises that she was guaranteed an election a victory and then when she didn't win she now owes a lot of fucking chinese people a lot of money probably some really dangerous people and oh, this I wouldn't is be... all part of that. Well, it, I mean, it wouldn't surprise me. People keep or people kept trying to say that that Trump was working with like Putin in Russia, and right. it's like they try to distract you with the Russia bullshit. And it, well, it's well, it's like the Clinton administration sold like what was it, forty percent of our our uranium Dang, to to Russia. Like you gave them nuclear material. Uh, Not only right. did they give them nuclear material. Not only did they give him nuclear material, the Clinton administration, along with the Bush and continued by the Obama administration, by the way, they all work together. Democrat and Republican are the same thing. It means no matter who you vote for, you're getting John McCain. Look into that piece of shit. So what that means is when these guys put in place, like, let's see, Bush put in the Patriot Act, and then Obama strengthened it, and then Trump re-signed it. Oh, did he? Why do they do shit? Yes, of course. He's in on it too, man. You don't get to be in that chair unless you're the ultimate war criminal piece of shit scumbag. That, that's what that. it is. You have to be to be in that chair because that's where all the evil in the world is. And that's where it's all controlled. You have to be evil, inherently. I don't think it's going to take some magical politician with awesome words that it's going to change things. What's going to change things is people getting pissed off and getting hungry. That's what's going to make things change. I, yeah, I, I see this country. It's sad to say, and I, I wish it wasn't going to be that, but I, I see this country taking a really, well, we already take a hard left turn, but going, we're taking going a dark very, turn. we're, we're taking a, a dive. Like I see us going down very fast. Oh, and again, you look at the way our, our financial and fiscal policies operated in the government. It's a suicide mission. It really is. I mean, they're trying to crash this fucking thing permanently. And, it, and it's at the expense of all of our lives is worth it to them because they're sociopaths who are literally blood-soaked monsters. Oh, I totally believe it. Yeah, I mean, it's, this is what it takes to be in that position. You can't have empathy for thousands or millions of people dying. Look at the Chinese government. You think they give a fuck if they, if they lose 2.5 million people with this? They would be glad it's less mouths they have to feed. That's very true. You know that's, what I'm saying? That's uh, Oh, and it, coincidentally, that's, that's, it all kicks off while they're protesting the government in Hong Kong. What a coincidence, huh? No I, protest in France anymore either, huh? Yeah, I was kind of thinking that a little bit. I was like, I think it's the Chinese, Chinese 
the Chinese started the virus because they're thinking, oh, hey, this communist shit isn't working. We got a bunch of people we can't pay for. Let's just put something out there that kills all the old people. And then, you know, if a few million people die, you know, it's better for our, uh, our pockets. Right. Well, think about it like this. The Bush administration, the Obama administration, and I believe the Trump administration have all been party to signing over public lands in the United States as collateral for the debt that we hold to China. Oh, China. Was it China is like the biggest landowner in America? Yeah, absolutely. Why it's do you insane. think that is? Who do you think sold him that? Was it you? Was it me? That's our land, right? It's public well, it's, land. It's a combination. It? Of, it's, well, it's a combination of everything because China owns so many businesses in America that they, they obviously have to buy land to do it. And even if it's a Chinese company that can't own it, they have a, you know, a sister company that they own that's American based by the, by the land, which essentially is owned by China. And look, I'm not, I'm not speaking against anybody who's trying to make a dollar and feed their family. I don't have anything against that. What I have something against is corporations working with governments to totally seize control over the entire population. That's called fascism. And that's what we just signed into law with this stupid ass stimulus bill. That's fascism. Corporations rob the people blind and the people get the breadcrumbs. Again, because they look at us like we're fucking rats. I can I can kind of see that. I'm I'm just against big big government. I don't think there should be as many laws as there should be. There should not I be don't as much think, control. Look, I you call me a, a constitutional purist or whatever the fuck you want to say, but if you look at the Constitution, it pretty well covers it. Yeah, exactly. We don't need all this extra ordinances. That shit's not law. What's law is what is found in nature. Your right to defend yourself and your right to speak your mind. And for, for me, it's, I mean, I can, I call myself a second amendment purist. It says the right, the right to bear arms shall not be infringed, infringed, uh, obviously meaning to hinder. Yeah. I'm so pretty, by, I'm not really sure what part of shall not is negotiable. That, that yeah. doesn't seem like, Oh, well, it's an interpretation thing from a long time. Bullshit for the security of a free state. The right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. And for, for me, I, the one law I I, that I will agree with is you should probably be an adult or at least of a certain age, don't a firearm. Cause I'm not going to say, Hey, I'm not going to say, Hey, a 10 year old should go in and buy a 12 gauge shotgun. No, I'm not, I'm not saying for purchase, but I also think that it no. should be the right of the parent to teach and make that child. No, competent no, and no, safe. I, that no, is the I, totally, way. I totally agree with that. What I mean by is like purchase. I don't want a 10 year old to just walk into a Walmart and be able to buy a 12 gauge shotgun. So there should be an age limit on purchasing or at least have a parent's consent. No. Do I think a 10 year old, even if the parent consented on that child buying a nine millimeter pistol, that child should not be able to necessarily carry it until they are a certain age or because of a certain mental capacity, right. especially but in this day and age when it's taking a longer for someone to be responsible. But for me, I got an any, idea that would fix all this shit. Well, you can tell me I, that in a second. Tell me that. Hold on a second. So for me, for me, any law outside of a of an age limit to purchase a gun is is completely unconstitutional. Right. So I mean, now it's now it's like you can be 18, and I can't even buy a semi-automatic shotgun to defend my family. But you can join the military and go put your ass on the line. And I can vote. And you can vote, but you can't buy beer. And I can sign a contract, and I can get in a, I can get in a car. I can have a license, 
You can get in a car and operate it at 16 machine. years old, man. Yeah, to operate a machine that is responsible for 30,000 deaths every year, but I can't go buy a gun, which is only responsible for about 6,100 deaths a year. Less than like 0.1% of death in this country. More people die from autoerotic asphyxiation than they do from gun violence. Yeah, well, more people <laughs> die from just getting, from getting hit by a hard object. Yeah, fucking falls off ladders kill more people than gun shit. It, it, people are so fucking blindfolded and just believe whatever bullshit CNN says. And this is how you get these crazy lies out there about the gun world. And the gun people are always quiet and trying to go about their lives and never really kind of stand up to that. There's a few guys, but it should be all of us. You know, it, it's, it's a responsibility it's for your freedom. You should be responsible for securing your freedom. You should talk to your neighbors about, hey, if shit really goes haywire, we should team up and keep this neighborhood safe. You know what I mean? You should maybe talk to your neighbors because the cell phone will get shut off one day. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? So it, for me, it's the hard part about all this is people just don't know what to do or how to act. There are a lot of guys out there who are big Second Amendment guys who are like, yeah, fucking boogaloo, let's do it. But at the same time, who's really ready to take that step organize and really go take back your government against everything i'm I'm, so with that whole virginia thing how they that law they passed in virginia yeah they just passed more anti-gun bills a few days ago i i said the first because the people didn't have the right to protest it this time yeah how that works so i was so i i told a few buddies i don't know if they're serious i'm dead serious the first bullet that flies over that issue I'm packing up, I'm packing a bag, I'm packing my guns, and I'm headed to Virginia. Fuck my job. That right there, the first bullet that flies over that, for me, I think is going to be the start of what is essentially going to be a revolution in this country. Now we can get into the fun part, which is the the what if and the hypotheticals. Okay, so I, uh, I live fairly close to the governor's mansion, let's say. That's all I'll say. So when when that first bullet flies... Someone's going to have to take care of business here. Someone's going to have to take control of how things are being done here at home. And I think that's where most people would focus if the bullets did start whizzing. Everyone's going to look to their own state capital and go, let's start here. And it'll kind of go from that point. I don't think everyone's going to try and get on a train to, to Virginia. I think people are going to go, all right, let's get ready in our state because with what's happening there, it's probably going to happen here. Well, that's just it. I, I don't. Keep your world small, I can, I can... my friend. I can see it both ways. I can see if it happens in one state, it's going to lead, but I can also see it kind of staying in one area just because like that's right. They're going to try and keep it. They'll try and keep it in one area. But the reality of the situation is if in the East coast, Boogaloo starts for them over there, it either has to start here because the government here is going to have a response to what happens in Virginia. So if bullets start whizzing over there, they're going to shut shit down hard here before it starts to become a problem too. This is why I'm saying, if you think small, most likely it's going to affect your direct community first. And you have to think about how it's going to affect your community. Well, if something happens in Virginia, what's going to happen is every other state is going to respond by shutting down the roads, shutting down all access to everything, and basically keeping you in your neighborhood and in your home, which... Have they done uh, seven or eight of those nine steps already? Yeah. They've already got it. You're already locked in your house and can't go out unless you need food. And all they got to do is say no more of that until it's your day of the week. Yeah. All we got, I mean, next step is we start seeing fucking bread lines, right? 
Well, yeah. Well, I've already seen it. I went to Walmart today to get groceries and I had to stand outside that fucking place for 20 minutes trying to get in to maintain a, a certain number of people in and out of the store. It's like communist fucking China. Yeah, Not one uh, person has a mask. Nobody's fucking sick or coughing. Well, I mean, it, you don't even you don't even need a mask. Don't. Oh man, don't get me fucking started on the way people are mishandling fucking shit and getting shit all twisted on how this on how this virus is supposed to be handled. Yeah, it's, no shit. It's it's the it's the fucking. Oh, there goes that train again. It's the it's the fucking flu that people have got you freaked out over. It's, the it's fuck- not even as bad as the flu. That's the funny part. It's it's not. But so okay, so people started giving me a lot of shit that I'm not I'm not taking this seriously. Okay, I'm I've, not going to work, am I? I'm taking it pretty fucking serious. Do Do you know what Do you know what I did? I took ten minutes out of my day and I went to the CDC website. I opened up two tabs on my web browser. One coronavirus. The other the flu. Except for a couple small little details, the exact same fucking thing transmitted the same way. It's harmful to the same group of fucking people. It's deadly to the same group of fucking people. The flu, between 2017 and 2018, that winter, in six months, 61,000 Americans died from the flu. That's not 61,000 in the world. That's 61,000 in America, in the U.S. How many fucking people have died from the coronavirus here in the last three months? Exactly. What what is it, like 2,000? I don't even know because it's probably a fucking lie too. You I, see what I'm saying? Well, oh, this yes. is the media they're, hyping they're, everything up, trying oh. to make it way worse than it is so that the economy remains closed so that Trump is fucked over. Again, this is their last ditch, pull out all the stops effort to try and stop Trump from re-election. Guess you know what? How, Not happening. They're trying to pump up the, the death toll here too by if you die from heart disease and you go to the coroner oh, and you test for corona. Oh yeah, any death if you tested for corona in in your fucking body, they're ruling it as a coronavirus death. Yeah, have you noticed they haven't been refor- reporting any flu deaths or any fucking congestive heart failures or any kidney failures or it's any all fucking, coronavirus. It's all coronavirus now because anyone because the more cases they have, the scarier the looks. How deadly it is, the scarier it looks, and the more federal funding they get for their numbers. Again, it's about numbers to them. You are not even worth a number. That's why they're willing to fucking lie and say that you died of something you didn't die of so that they can get more fucking money in their pockets. None of that money comes here. All that money does is pay for our oppression. It pays for more fucking roadways to be blocked off, more things to be shut down, and more money in those guys' fucking pockets. What's happening is, and before revolution starts, the rich are going to loot everything. They're going to take everything they can get their fucking hands on and run for the hills. After that, they're going to leave us to figure it all out to ourselves. So, again, start learning how to garden. Start learning how to farm. And start learning how to fucking uh, hunt and kill game. Because that's what it's going to be. It's going to be rural communities that are made up out of fallen cities. Because the rich are going to loot it and run. I'm just waiting for I'm just waiting for the looters to start. Because, you know, I sit here every day just wishing a motherfucker would. Bro, I told you, I've been trying to leave, like, electronics and shit leading up to my doorway, like, little Reese's Pieces trying to catch one. It's been quiet, bro. Like, you can hear a fucking mouse fart in my neighborhood at night. It sucks. We're definitely the loudest family there, for sure. You can hear us <laughs> miles because no one else is making noise past 7 p.m. It's the weirdest thing in the world. Yeah, it's, uh... It's, although it's been I'll, So, I'll say, so, since I live in Tacoma and my, uh, my son lives up in Marysville and I have to go up and see him and get him for the weekends and stuff... 
I'll say driving through Seattle has been super nice. Zero traffic. Zero traffic. I have been driving like a fucking asshole because there's no one out, basically. But the cops are out like a motherfucker, though. You know what? Not even. Not in my town. I haven't seen one fucking police officer. Okay, from Tacoma to to Marysville, I cannot make that drive without seeing at least half a dozen cops parked on the side of the road, not counting all the ones that are are going up and down the highway. It's fucking nuts. But again, where is that? That's in a major city. It is. It's on lockdown. Because where is the rioting and the bullshit going to happen first? In a major city with congested population that doesn't have enough supplies. That's why there are more cops there than there would be anywhere else in the country area. You know what I mean? It makes sense. If you wanted to shut everything down and prepare for looting and widespread rioting, you lock down the cities first because that's where your concentration of shitheads are. You're homeless. You're poor. Has anybody reported on the fucking homeless? I haven't seen one homeless person. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't give a shit about the homeless, though. <laughs> right. Well, but there's, there's two class of people that I care about in this world, and I need to be a little – okay. So I talked about this on another podcast, so everyone listening, yes, I'm learning on being more compassionate. I do have feelings, but there's generally two people that I have a bleeding heart for. One, that's kids. Two, that's veterans. It's the only people I 100% give a shit about. Kids don't choose their fucking fate. As far as I'm concerned, if you signed your fucking name and you swore into the fucking military, this country owes you everything, even if you didn't deploy. Just because you were willing to. Fair enough. There's some truth in that. I don't want to get into the minutia of all that. But regardless, um, you know, when we come back to how this is all affecting us on the local level and the community level, everybody's hurting to pay their fucking rent, man. Everybody's hurting to keep their fucking lights on. Everyone's bills are stacking and stacking, even though they may not have to pay right now if they work something out with their landlord or their, their utilities. You may not have to pay now, but that shit's it's not like they're not charging. It's all going to rack up, and everyone's going to be in a pile of debt when this is all lifted. And oh. that kind of – it's almost like it's by design. Oh, no. So that's another way this, this shit's going to this shit's gonna crash. So, so I've been trying to, I've been getting into real estate recently. It's, that's what I'm trying to get into. I'm trying to get out of, uh, you know, the game we're in. Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't want to do it for 30 years. Fuck so, no. so I'm trying to learn real estate. And uh, all these people are saying that landlords uh, shouldn't be charging rent for four months. They should just let, just not charge people. But people don't know how business works, man. What people don't realize, and everyone's like saying, oh, well, it's their investment property. They should, they, they're, they think every landlord is rich and that right. they should it's have, the way it is, they man. should have four months of, of rent backed up. Like it's cause they're like, well, if I wasn't here, he would still have to pay the mortgage. Like there's a difference between your one unit you're living in, not being rented, right? Their entire complex not paying rent. There's a big difference because after, after, was it June 4th, they have to pay their fucking mortgages. Yeah. And that three months of rent you didn't pay, pay, it's due. Yeah, it's due. So if, so let's put it this way. If, if you don't pay your rent, then the landlord can't pay their fucking mortgage. The, then they get fucking foreclosed on. And And then guess who owns the building you live in now? A lot of people can't. So if all these people are getting fucking foreclosed on, and they can't fucking sell the building to someone who has money, which if ev- all these fucking landlords are having trouble, you know, paying their mortgage, Absolutely. who's going to buy who the fucking it? building? The building's going to be bank. on by the bank and you're getting kicked out. 
you're getting kicked out or you're going to now have to work with the bank who is now subsidized by the federal government, which means the federal government now owns your ass. Again, this is the power grab they're going for. And also, they own every aspect of your life and you have to totally depend on them for everything. You're fucked. And also people are like that have that mentality of the landlord should have four months of their mortgage like stacked up. Oh, two things on that. Hey, asshole, where's your four, four months of rent that you have stacked up? It's the hey, same thing. Just because everybody has to play along for this phony system to work. It doesn't matter what fake tax bracket you're in. None of that shit matters. What matters is if you are a good person and you work things out with your landlord, you're probably going to be okay. If you try and do this rent protest shit, you know, it's probably not going to work out well for you in three months. You may get that 90-day moratorium where you don't have to pay anything, but on that 91st day, your ass is out. It's coming. And a lot of people are in for a rude awakening. I think a lot of people from our generation are in for a rude awakening because they're, oh, well, fuck it. No one has to pay rent right now. I'm not paying rent. That's not a fucking wise move. You should do what you can to reach out and be a human being and try and work things out so that your landlord doesn't get fucked, lose all their property to the bank, and then now you're paying the bank who's not going to give a fuck about you even more so than your landlord. I'm a, I'm actually kind of using the whole can't pay rent thing to my advantage. I'm kind of in a interesting no, situation. Look, look, I'm not saying don't subvert the evil system whenever you get the chance. You should. <clears throat> what I'm saying is there are consequences to that and be aware of them. Oh yeah, my so my situation. Unless is, there's a magical jubilee of debt elimination where they just get rid of every every debt that everybody has and call it square, and we start back over with the pretend money, because that's pretty much what it's either going to come to that or everyone's going to have to be an instant farmer. Yeah, let's let's just be clear for everyone. There's no such thing as debt forgiveness. You're paying for it one way or another. Right. Just this because whole stimulus bill. Guess what? Next year in tax time, taxes are going to be tax higher. Is fucking gone. And or I'm probably going to end up owing the government money. Or taxes are going to be higher somehow. They're going to get you somehow. Yeah, this is not, it's always a double-edged sword, dude. It's, it's never, you're seeing the sleight of hand magic in front of your eyes on the, on the cameras, all that pro wrestling bullshit. Yeah, you know, here's the problem. The whole world at one point found out wrestling was fake and then didn't care. And this is what politics has become. Oh, we know it's fake, but we don't care. We're still going to get riled up over fake shit. And it's crazy to me. It's like, you don't, you don't see what the bigger, more important thing is. Take this time to get fucking ready because the economy is not coming back from this. Take this time while you still have the internet, watch every YouTube video you can on gardening and farming because you're going to need it with whatever bullshit you're left with when this all shuts off and it will shut off. That's what you're going to have is what you're left with. So learn to use what you have, learn to be resourceful, and I don't know, maybe try and spend some time with your families and quit worrying about the rat race and worry about trying to plant something you can feed your kid with in six months. That'd be my biggest suggestion. That and stock up on ammo and call every fucking politician who's proposing anti-gun legislation. Call their office all day. You got nothing else going on. Well, I mean, the way I look at it, even if you don't call, it doesn't matter what law you pass. I'm not, I'm not giving up my guns. Yeah, come and take can, it. You know? you, cold... Pry for my cold dead hands, motherfucker. I'm, I'm, Come and take it, man. You can have all the bullets you want. I'll trade you a five, five, six for my freedom. How about that? Yep. <laughs> well, all right, brother. I got to get running. I got to do some more dadding. Okay. So uh, I would uh, I would tell people to go follow you, but you don't even exist on social media. You're a fucking ghost. So just, uh, just, just wave and say bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. And when I get the chance to check in again with you, I will.
Okay, sounds good. All right, buddy. Kick ass on the show, man. I love it. I, I'm following you, and everyone you can reach out to, reach out to them. Awesome. I'll talk All to right, you buddy. later, bud.